what society thinks. They're nothing anyway. They're no better than me. Until we have a safe word, we will not stop. You can hear how, how the volume is. Am I all right? Is this a good You volume? sound great. Hey, this is Jason Rouse, and uh, welcome to the Safe Word Podcast. My guest on the show, Jeff Leach, is here from the UK. Thanks, man. I like the drum beat that you're creating with your mouth there. Your, your lovely I've, lips uh, and your foot. I've had a um, I want to some put sort this of down, paralysis. I don't want to make noise by hitting the table. Oh, so there you go. Look how professional I am. I didn't want to put the glass down on the glass and give your listeners that awful clanking sound. You've seen my fan base. That's, That's true. the least of their problems. There's somebody there it is. coming off of a, yeah, nails on a chalkboard. <laughs> the, the 10 women that do listen to this show. That's the only First of all, one. stop being such a fucking liar. You have a huge amount of female fans. I've seen <laughs> the online <laughs> filth you get sent on a daily basis on no. your various social media accounts. No, no, yeah, publicly. It's, it's nothing of any quality. Oh, Jason Ross, when you're coming back to Amsterdam, I can't wait to <laughs> stinkle your flumfa. And that's but, just the fucking oh, dude I, fans. I, I the have, girls are even filthier I have that. to tell you, Jeff is actually a friend I am. of mine. Yeah. yeah. But we, we don't hang out much. We don't. Let's be honest. We like, we're, f- we're friends in the sense that we get on. We clearly like, like a lot of the same shit. It's we like have the a, same breed of a, of a kind of a alien almost. Yeah, but we don't Especially like hit each here. other and be like, hey, what are you up to tonight? Come and let's no. watch a movie and just no. put on some gym And jams. I think our tastes are, there's some of it, it's very close. Hmm. And then some of it, we, we probably don't. You're, don't a, you're do a lot revel- more metal. You're a lot more metal than me. No, but I revel in f- depravity and filth. I know that you, you're... Uh, Whereas you, I just live that behind closed doors. You add a, a sense of quality and standard to it's, it. That's I'm a lie. I just have a British accent. I understand that. So when you're like, but look oh your, man, I can't sitting, wait to bust a nut in between your butt cheeks no. and have the midget lick it off. You have it your legs when crossed. I, go, I can't talking. wait to come forth upon your pert buttocks and have See, that small man it's a Shakespearean. sniff a line of my <laughs> pre-ejaculate from See? between your mountainous bootay. It sounds quite romantic. It is much poetic. Yeah. I don't have the uh, the diction. I don't know. You're quite an eloquent guy. You have, I have, you my, have vocabulary. You have a, like a, a highly developed you know, sense of vocabulary and, and I think eloquence. I made this observation, I think, a little while ago about myself from watching it, videos of myself earlier in my career that what I don't have in uh, language, I make up in physicality and um, uh, voice. I disagree with that statement. Because first of all, yes, you I definitely have physicality. Like your act out is is strong, and your your physicalities and the way you, you make it a very visceral experience when people watch you do comedy. Yeah, I've seen can you, you explain the word visceral to me. I mean, just you're, you're making it it's like a tangible thing <laughs> they can almost taste. So when yeah. you're describing a smell or a taste or a, an experience, a sense of it's a visceral. Feeling, they're there. They're in it yeah. because of the way you create it. You act it out. However, it's like you are a fucking filth bag. That's your brand of comedy. Mm, However, I enjoy it. You can't. 
you, you're, it's not low brow. It's dirty, filthy, creepy, fucked up shit that you say, but you say it in an eloquent fashion so that an audience goes, I can enjoy this because the man's clearly an intellectual pervert. <laughs> and, and, you know and, what yeah. I mean? Rather than just a guy going, hey, you know when your balls are sweaty and the chick licks it off? I think, yeah, I think because it, it's not rooted in any specific person. I'm not maliciously... It's just you hate everyone it's a, equally. It's a drive-by shooting. Yeah, everybody at the bus stop gets it. Okay, opposed to being a sniper. That's not even a euphemism. That is exactly I, what happens. I never, you never. I'm not going after Justin Bieber. He gets on one of those, uh, one of those lime bikes, one of those, one of those birds. He gets on one of those bird scooters, goes past bus stops, and literally everyone gets it as he speeds past. <laughs> <laughs> just flings it at them. Hot diapers and gravy boats. There you go. Yeah. Just sploosh, splash. <laughs> Speaking of, there's been a guy in the uh, corner of my uh, street here, Sunset in La Brea in Hollywood, California, that he's been in a wheelchair for probably about three months sitting in his own blood and piss. And he's slumped Wait, over. Is this a homeless chap? No, I think he's a banker. Yeah, he's homeless. <laughs> well, I don't know. There's a lot of people who are in wheelchairs who are not homeless. Yeah, in a no, no, no. He's been stationary. Do you know? This guy doesn't have the upper body strength to move himself. Okay, all right. And it is, uh, they moved him up. Somebody's moved him up, but he's got a, a, a just a circle of rotting food and things all around it's him. Very, it's very, you know what, the homelessness in this city is incredibly fucking sad. It's crazy. It's pretty bad in lots of countries that I've lived in or lots of cities that I've lived in, you know, right. like New York and London, etc. But Los Angeles feels like the it's just almost people just go yeah this is you know, half of us are homeless and that's how it should be well i think the landscape in densely is is populated it is and it allows like something just between a raccoon and a human being okay you can function in that in that uh in that that purgatory that you see these these zombie people that are just they've been or the elements of just Damaged every nerve in their body. I and feel like you're like me, though. You illness. you love, and correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just. I still I'm, have sex with them, but <laughs> but it just I don't want to look them in the See, eye. And here's the difference between us because I make love to them. Yeah, you're. A I'll cut. I'll cut afterwards. I'll brave the storm of that smell, that stench, just to just to give them a little human comfort. See, I put a knife in their back so I have a better place to tie a leash. Oh my god! There you go. See, this cat. is. I um I feel like you're like me, and I don't know if this is this is correct. I don't want to project my experiences, but one of the most fascinating parts of humanity that I enjoy as a comic and as just a human being is I like seeing people from every fucking facet of the world. Yeah. So I love mixing with people in highfalutin, upper echelon, let me wear a dandy suit and some beautiful jewelry mm -hmm. and go out and sip champagne sure. and hear someone talk about, oh, we're vacationing yeah, from. Yeah, yeah. And then I also want to talk to the crackheads well, on the corner of my that's street. That's your job. That's your job. It should be. It's your it should job. be every human's job because the more we do yeah. that, the more you can empathize with all people from all facets of society. Most definitely. But I've found out, like when I made a, uh, did a, a bit about homelessness in LA and, and I've been doing it out here. And one of the bits is effectively talking about me having a conversation with a guy who lives outside. He doesn't live. He frequents the area outside my Ralph's. Yeah. And, um, He's a resident like character. Yeah. Do you start? You yeah. cannot build a rapport. Oh, exactly. You see him every every time I go shopping there. He's always there, and I'm always is, like, "Hey, what's up, mental? man?" Um, drug. I think LA, with a lot, a little B. in LA especially, a lot of the people who are homeless seem to have a some mental shirt illness. On. A ground, <laughs> 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 yeah, 
Yeah, they've all been kicked out of an improv class. Uh, <laughs> Tina Fey put them put them on the blacklist, and that's it. They're done now. Exiled. Yeah. So they just like just they're just fucking riffing. Yes, and on street corners on repeat. <laughs> They're barbershop quartet. But they literally have like conversations. I think if you're having an angry, who said that? George Carlin? Was it George Carlin? No, no, no. Uh, Robin Williams did uh, uh, um, a film where he played someone with a mental illness, correct? King, Fisher King. And when he did that, he part of the process was to go oh, and um, speak with homeless people, yeah. clearly with mental disabilities. And what he found is he said, he said now when he sees someone talking to themselves on the street, he knows they're Oscars. reliving, he knows an Oscar's coming <laughs> or eventual suicide. But he, yeah. know, he, he knows that, <laughs> well, he, I mean, it yeah. happened, right? I mean, yeah. And for different reasons, but he, Parkinson's, he, he right? said, I know it. Well, yeah, he had the onset of Parkinson's, I believe. And he oh, was, no, and I, Alzheimer's, I thought it was Alzheimer's. A, on the bell that said Parkinson's. Oh, no, the idea that he was going to like lose his mind and he already had, you know, what a scary thing for a performer. But I saw him months before. Anyway, but, he, but it mind. was the idea that he basically says now he just views people. He can't help but be emotionally linked to these people because he knows what they're doing is they're, 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 they're talking to their demons they're trying to talk through something yeah, trying to workshop with something. no way out <laughs> they literally are groundlings Re- yeah. reject reject te- reject ex improv groups that have been dismantled from their workshops in the basement see that would be a care in the community project could we get a group of like eight homeless people together they scrub them up give them a shave and fucking get them into an improv group <laughs> what so, would they be called oh piss soaked Piss soaked. <laughs> I feel like that limits limits the number of clubs they might be able to work at. No, um, but it, it's it's spelt with two Z's instead okay. of two S's. Yeah, I think we can. Oh, so I see. Like pizzazz. Yeah, pizzazz soaked. Pizzazz. The pizzazz soaked trio. Yeah. Everybody's, Three homeless folks, and they've all got like gout and jaundice. Yeah, and the best part at the end of the show, they'll all suck you off <laughs> for twenty bucks. Hey. Oh, so twenty bucks. Is somebody burning Doritos and diapers at the same time? Yeah. Oh. I know you've got to clean them up. You've got to clean them up. But then all the hipsters would come down. They'd be like, well, this is so progressive. You don't have to clean them up. You need to clean them out. Inside from because inside out? Because you go, you get a trash bag. You're not a hole in it. You never slept with a homeless person, really, though. Whoa, have you? whoa. Have you? Honest question. I thought you said you knew me. I feel like you could have done. I've done some things. What's the What's the um, most yeah, but, like depressing... But, depressing fuck you've ever had though because you you talk on one stage one way I wank in front of the mirror and cry that's but here's the thing see this is Bang part of your shtick the toilet right? seat outside of your shtick and I don't get me wrong I don't want to derail you know a comedy podcast that is based around you know the comedy of Jason Rouse but you're you're very you know very filthy and you always go for the very like the darkest you, you look at the world with the darkest eye I, however I you're a fucking pretty clean living guy these days you know you uh, like gave up booze right sure you know, you like doing healthy endeavors. You have I healthy. Always ate, I always ate well. No, but you have healthy relationships. Look, you got your buddy sitting right here. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Seems like a nice, well-adjusted guy. You're clearly capable of. Oh, he's heavily human. medicated. <laughs> he's heavily <laughs> medicated. My point being, you're not like this, uh, like fucking metal, twenty-four-seven tortured artists who can't there relate was to humanity. Of that, and I knew that 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 was exhausting. Okay. And, uh, so you grew up. You grew out of that grew, hot topic phase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a period of like of a metamorphosis where I would uh, I'd have to revel in clockwork orange myself in a certain way. But I find that um, I just started saying no to things, 
and allowed myself to give myself. Do you, do you mean that, like, time. from a mental point of view, going, "Oh, I'm about to get caught up in this feeling or this place"? No, I won't do that. Actually, I'm going to try a different path. I started or... to get a bigger paddle from my canoe. Okay, if yeah. that makes any sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah, and uh, I and also, by the uh, way, can I say the most Canadian metaphor? I think anyone has ever used on a podcast. And with any other accent, I'd be offended. I got, I got a bigger money. <laughs> I got a bigger gun for my moose, and uh, you know, yeah, I have to take down the beast. You know, sometimes it's nice. We're hey, listen. Sometimes you just have to open the door a little wider for a stranger. You know, See, you're, you're just... familiar. That's why you you've worked with. How, listen, how many amazing Canadian comedians oh, Which Canadian have you comic haven't I worked with? Yeah. I've been inside at least one of them as well yeah. for a long period of time, yeah. Craig Campbell. Craig Campbell, <laughs> very kind lover. <laughs> he is gentle. He smells great oh, all yeah. the time. Yeah, very, but like actually really high sperm count as well. Very, very fertile. You would not want to rape from Craig Campbell. God, no. Because it, it would be very, um, it'd be very uh, rough. It'd be bad. Oh, yeah? I, feel like, <laughs> I don't know. You've got could... your arm on your hip and your legs crossed. And you say, oh. Oh, is that so? Very <laughs> rough, gentlemen. I can't help it. I'm just trying to find a comfortable position. I'm sure. quite hot. It's quite warm in here, isn't I it? I shut the AC off because I want to see you pass out because you're not used to being in sunlight. This is what my life's like. I don't like the direct sunlight. Dude, I, what you don't know about me is that I'm quite broke at the moment. So I have learned... I'm 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 bordering on like being able to take the higher heats even in the car. I've got to have the aircon on like barely on now. Yeah, because fuel costs, right? Oh, it's insane. Use up more fuel. Yeah, and yeah, because yeah. I'm in that broke stage, I'm getting better at high heats just from that. Oh yeah, you start to climatize. You don't have the luxury of taking a few hours off during the day when you're poor enough that you're putting your aircon down to low or turning it off altogether just to avoid the possible extra dollar at the end of the month. You know, you really have. Become a comedian. I think that's it, right? Or living in Saskatchewan, Canada, and it's February. Is it now you're burning furniture because you can't turn you on can't the gas? Can't get the fucking yeah. heat. Yeah. People freeze to death. Really? I'm not surprised. Loads, hundreds of people. I don't know. But I at least have... there you've got. You know, we got healthcare. We were talking about this before we started the yeah. podcast. But at least there, there's some things in place to look the, after. Well, we don't have the homeless population either. They well, because if you live death. outside, you're fucking done, right? They, you're in. They popsicle. freeze to death on the sidewalk all the time. Yeah. You know, you get, especially in places where heroin, heroin, <coughs> I'm still dealing with my, <laughs> no more heroin. No more. <laughs> you, uh, do you used to uh, do heroin? No. Ah, uh, you never smoked it even? Yeah. Ah, that means you've Look done heroin. Me. Do you think this is a costume? <laughs> 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 I mean, Halloween is a cheap night for you though, isn't it? It's just like, uh, oh, I guess I'll just dress up as me again. As the great Al Jorgensen said once, every day is Halloween. There you go. I love, I've, uh, people dress up on Halloween. I, Can we I, talk I about Halloween say, actually? Yeah, let's do it. Because, because now you, you've been here for what happens here in, in dude, Halloween. Dude, well also, I've been in LA for a year, so I've definitely experienced you LA Halloween. You think it's Halloween. gay now? Wait till you wait till <laughs> Halloween rolls around. Yeah, I know. I saw Groot from uh, Gardens of Galaxy. But proper outfit. Or dude, it properly was insane. Done. And, it, and it had a big, huge wooden cock. Nice. So i like, that is one of the most, whoa! And he's plowing his Groot way. had a root. Knocked his fucking kid's ice cream out of his hand with a fucking war hammer. I love it. Uh, but Halloween, yeah, I'm a fan. Well, I was just going to say that um, because people who dress like we normally dress, I know I'm today, I'm just come from the and gym. And all it is, is it's a bit of jewelry and some dark colors. We basically pretty much wear black all the time <laughs> and also lots of big silver chunky jewelry, right? Yeah. People like us, everyone assumes, oh, well, these guys, they are 
fucking Halloween. They are the Adams family. They are this rock guy. They must love it. I do love Halloween. However, every single year, I make a promise to myself, this year, man, this year, I'm going to get a great outfit. I'm going to really go all out. I'm really going to do it. And I, and I haven't, for the last decade, I've never really had time or energy. I end up putting on a bit of fucking eyeliner and then people go, oh, well, I like Johnny your outfit. Depp. I'm like, this is my day. This yeah. is like every day. I just went. It's that you, Europe is more Halloween. I, that's why I don't think it was never got popular in Europe is because they were already like, we were already having fancy dress parties and stuff. I remember the first year I'd done Glastonbury, the only time I'd done Glastonbury. How long did you live in the UK for? Uh, oh, six years. Six years where you were yeah. there properly, okay. And um, they had this fancy dress party that was, in, they had a tent. Right. And you could go and you wear period clothing and you have dinner. This is at Glastonbury? Yeah. Amazing. So you you buy a ticket and you had the uh, 1800, uh, the big uh, blown out uh, gowns and stuff. And in the, the middle of there. summer in England, yeah. at Glastonbury in a tent. In a no tent. Less. And they're having like a three course dinner with proper silverware and everything. That's you, pretty dope. You, you buy a ticket. Obviously, sure. uh, extra type thing. Or you can go eat at fucking Jerry's Chuckle Hut. There you go. And have a greasy knuckle sandwich. The food is horrendous. You even going vegetarian, my dumps were just like falafel cannons. <laughs> it was the worst. And then liquid, everything was liquefied once it came out the other end. But that was probably to do with, I don't know about your Glastonbury experiences, but when I was at Glastonbury, you know, I DJed at Glastonbury one year <sighs> in the BBC introducing tent. It was the year that Kanye West was on the big pyramid, you know, the main stage, big pyramid stage or whatever. It's like 2007 or something like that. That sounds... a yeah, sounds about... Well, actually, no, it would have been a little later than that. It was... It, no. No, you're probably spot on, actually. 2007, something like that. Yeah. I think so. I remember. And, um, and I was DJing at BBC Introducing Stage, and I remember I'd taken so much... So much ketamine, coke, and MDMA that I chewed the corner of my own you, teeth you, off. You, you've only... You, see, you said ketamine first. Yeah. No one does that shit. At that, at that time, K was the big drug because it was so cheap. When I, was like, I was in England yeah, at the tail 20 end bucks of that. for a gram. Yeah, and I was like, everyone's going, fucking K. We started, K? Buying, we started buying liters of it yeah. from, you could buy it from India as liquids and it could come over and then you just cook it in a pan. You put it on really low heat and you cook it in a pan. So we started making, yeah, it crystallizes and then once it's crystallized then you turn it right off the heat. You have to keep taking it off and off and off because you don't want to burn it. Yeah. And then we just make our own ketamine and we were selling it. Yeah, we was, we were... It was huge. Yeah. But I hear people, oh, so-and-so is doing chaos. And now I've got friends who are K- dead or have catheters in their 30s, you know, and it's like... Is that what... Ca- uh, so that your ketamine, d- ketamine damages your, your bladder and your kidneys so badly, it's ir- irreversible damage. Oh, no. So whereas, like, you know, if you've got a coke problem or even... I'm going to call a doctor. Dude, no, but here's the deal. Like, uh, like for a while, like, my, my bladder control was pretty terrible. And I was like, oh, this is not good. What were you doing, like, a gram a week? No, I would wake up... No, no, no. Like a day. Easy. Easy. Couple okay. Of... So I'd wake up in the morning. What? How did you... you build a tolerance? If you don't ever do ketamine yeah. and someone gives you a little bit of ketamine, you You're get, sorted. You get, if you get a tiny little key and you and yeah. you just put a, a tiny pinch on the tip of that key. Get your pencils out, have kids. Have a bump. Seriously, if you do that, then you get high as fuck. 20, 30 minutes, you're like, whoa, man, you're fucking trippy out. And then you come back down, you're like, wow, that was really fun. You get greedy. But you build up a tolerance really quickly to it. Mm. So it got to a point where I'd wake up in the morning, fucking eight, nine in the morning, after a big night out anyway, and then just have a fat line of K to get into my day. Yeah. And you don't get the same high. What you do is you get like a murky, like you feel like, it feels like someone's got like a, a duvet cover over your fucking, a comforter over your, your uh, head. A blanket over a birdcage. There you go. 
Yeah, your brain. I told you I wasn't enough. a loser. See, I told you, but you know, Parkview Secondary School, Hamilton, Ontario, <laughs> all boys vocational. There you go. I told you, you got the eloquence and the picture. You you, you create pictures I very well. I still haven't had record yet. I'm just, this is all the warm up <laughs> aspect of it. I'm <laughs> into it. That's right. We yeah. can do that. But yeah, I, I anyway it got it got bad, and then like like I say, I had some friends die, and and uh, one friend very close, and I got a tattoo on, what on my shoulder. What year is this? Late 2000s, or sorry. Um, she was, um, yeah, that was like set, like maybe eight years ago. It's just when I was just starting to do TV shows. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I gave all that shit up. And I'm glad. Yeah, I, I, you, I probably would have died, you, so. You, uh, I remember running into you in New York. I oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we hadn't seen each other for <laughs> quite a while. while. And I was like, oh, fuck, a voice of reason. Yeah. My main... I've been dealing with this climate, being in the States. I don't really know too many people. No, no, that's not how it went. Let me describe exactly how it went. No, no, I'm no. standing outside the fucking comedy yeah, center. Yeah, yeah, but I'm telling you how I stage felt. or some shit. <laughs> and then he turns up, and you don't give me any of that background knowledge. He just walks up and he's like, hey, what's up, Leech? I'm like, hey, what's going on, Jason? He's like, yo, you got any fucking drugs or some shit? I'm like... <laughs> Why do I have an accent? I don't... <laughs> but I'm like... Sorry, dude. Not my fucking bag anymore, literally you, and metaphorically. Well, and you'd gotten in a fight earlier that month. Oh, you yeah. Were, you cooled it. Yeah. So it was just a bad trajectory. Yeah, I had a punch up with I, I wanted to, I wanted you to hold me over your shoulder, and you were like, I don't even want to be around people, and I've got to go perform for them. Yeah, yeah. But it's fine. I, I knew whatever it was that I we would... Fix it. it yeah, fine. it was good. It was okay. Yeah, yeah. You reached out to me and you were like, "Hey, man, I wasn't trying to be." Yeah, yeah. I was just douche. being. Uh, I took uh, license. I didn't. You know, know why? You know why? Was, I like but that's you. a good thing. And to like know. why I have respect for people like you. And I not not, not well. I, no, let's say people. I'm a people. I've got documentation. <laughs> you are 100% a human person. I'm a but people. What I mean is like, uh, I was going to make general statements about comedians, but I'm, this probably applies to all people. I find more and more now. The only people who are still in my life are the ones who have the capacity to acknowledge when they yeah. fucked up or when they didn't, you know, when they didn't take someone else into consideration. I was just telling my and apologize. Today. It's such a rare trait. And don't get me wrong, I know throughout my life I've done some, I've treated people unfairly or I've been a bit off or brash or rude. When I was younger and I used to drink a lot, I was definitely an arrogant little prick. And I know that there's a lot of elements in times where I've treated someone in a way they shouldn't have been treated, you know, you you never really hurt anyone or anything like that, but I've, I've just been an ass. Mm. And, um, I'm, this is not like some 12 step program. I'm not no, in any no, kind no. of program. I'm not in rehab this is what or anything. You're supposed like that. To do. But I think once you grow up, you just go, you know what? I was a fucking douchebag. Yeah. Let me just say, sorry. Wow. That's such a rare fucking trait. And especially in this country. Oh, in this and town. Yeah, oh, LA, this town of course. Is of course. Well, LA is like a, yeah. a magnified version of that. No, and then you know, worst case scenario, they don't respond. And uh, that's clearly a. a, a that's their a own insecurities. For, yeah, yeah, okay, to. friendship. You're not really. I was showing you my value as a person. And sure. Your response to that was to uh, exile it. And that's cool. That is cool. Yeah. Now I know I don't have to go down that road. Any yeah. road with you now. You're yeah, exactly. unreliable and Wait, you're, are you saying this to me right now? <laughs> no. We'll this go down any role. We got to go do Runyon and jump over dog shit. I'm up for that. Griffith. I like Griffith. That's old lady shit. Yeah, I mean, but I'm not incredibly great when it comes to cardio. No, but we don't have to run. We'll walk. It's, I'm talking about walking. I don't know. What really? <laughs> you run it? What? Yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah. I, I, yeah, my cardio is pretty bad. I, I'm been doing... I've been going to the gym every day for the last month and I'm really on a super fitness thing, but I realized that my cardio is super lacking. Do lacky, yoga man. three days a week. There you go. That's what I should do. But um, 
You're, you're tall enough that your back is going to be, and I'm sure you're aware my of it. you got good posture. Dude, right now, my back is the best it's been in ever because I'm doing exercise every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because I've been doing the exercise every day as well. And the temperatures here are good for muscles too. That's true. Yeah, yeah, I, noticed, I feel that. I have some uh, plates in my arm, and uh, I remember in London, I'd wake up and have to start my arm in some sort of motion to get it moving again. Just to get the joints back into yeah, life, yeah. I could hear the pins rolling over the Especially tendons. once the thunder rolls in and the rainy day, overcast day, you're like, oh, oh great. Yeah. some aches today. Well, you guys have been getting, you guys, like you've had anything to do with it. It's, there's been snow. Where, in England? Now? Mm-mm. Not now. Not now. But, like, last year, didn't there wasn't there, like, a foot of snow? And like Maybe, yeah. Oh, that's right, you haven't been. You, the world is dying. Out. Yeah. <laughs> It's insane, right? It's pretty bad, man, because it's... I, I love the... It's the same as flat earthers. People who sort of just deny we there's just any kind of climate change. People who think that the earth is still flat. I just don't understand how these people... I want to take a load of flat earthers. Could that be a good TV show? Take a load of flat earthers on a, on a road trip in a straight line... And say, look, we'll keep going until we hit the if we hit the fucking my friend the edge of the earth. And if we come back to this same point, then you have yeah. to acknowledge that the world is round. We just had this conversation with a friend of mine here like an hour ago. Oh, really? It's like telling me that you're religious. Yeah, it has the same. I don't. What, 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 How in this day and age does that make any sense? But religion's it? different because theological beliefs. I understand, like uh, theocracy. Is that the correct way to say it? I understand where that comes from. It's it's, it's it. it buys into every facet of social construct. Um, something in charge, we all have to behave in a certain way by a certain set of rules to lead a good life. Like that, I can understand how that still exists. Theology at its purest form, if you ignore a lot of the old school texts or if you at least modernize it to some extent, most of most religions at their core might be about, hey, treat each other pretty decently, blah, blah. But it's, it's when people start to utilize it for, you know, I, I guess crusades where they're like fucking oh let's go and we got to slaughter these people because they serve a different god than us you know that that to me is is who, fucking mental I think who has the coolest costumes yeah so like Kwanzaa so you're probably into like kind of African African beliefs have you seen I like, Qu- like Kwanzaa outfits yeah yeah I've that's been, fucking dope I've been man. Africa like six times bro there's there was a church around the corner Africa. from where I lived I'm huge in Africa you're huge in Africa <laughs> I was for about a week. In South Africa, probably. You do look like a neo-Nazi South African fucking... Speaking of uh, uh, Craig Campbell, yeah, (laughs) we made the front page of the newspaper by coming out on the main stage naked. Where? Where was this? In uh, Cape Town, South Africa. Okay. So they had a gala show. So... Craig. Oh, you're not joking. You are, but you you have a fan base in South Africa, then. Yeah. Okay. All right. I <laughs> thought you were just taking the piss. Like, I got the like Jason Rouse, huge in Africa. I'm like, all right. Cool. Why people hate me in this part of the country or the world? It's a. Uh, I've worked backwards. <laughs> you went to Africa receive, to find a white audience. I'll receive my first Oscar <laughs> when I'm 80. Yeah. So That's I, a good time I to went, get it. I, I think went like I get it too soon. I saw a lot of T-shirts it. in East Africa. I do, uh, but they had a gala show. And, at and can, I, wait, can night, I ask? Just TV, to uh, is this a white audience or black audience or a it's mixture? Mixed. It's mixture. everything. Okay. Everything. All right. Cool. Uh, Ian Stone. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I know uh, him. He's a good guy. A bunch of Brits. And anyway, the we. We uh, ambushed the main stage. Me and Craig came out naked. I was holding Craig's hand, and we come out, people screaming. So anyway, I jumped down. In a country like Africa where homosexuality, there's still a lot of like heavy homophobic kind of 
culture there. Oh, there was no kissing. We were just holding hands. But you're also two naked guys walking out of your dick swinging, holding hands. That's kind of, that's a bit of a statement in Africa, isn't it? I don't think even the gay guys in that room wanted to see me and Craig fuck. <laughs> okay. You got a hairy, long hair. You're under, underestimating how delicious you and Craig Campbell naked is. Your, I'm a, I'm a straight man, but there's a part of me that still wants to see the two of you fuck. Out of morbid curiosity, if nothing else. Oh, it's the sound though. Because I giggle too much. During sex? Yeah. Like, Honestly? I'm like, stop. <laughs> I'm awake. <laughs> I can clearly taste it. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, we'd come out naked. And I proposed to a young lady in the front. Whilst you had your cock out? Did yeah. she say yes? And I told the, her parents were sitting next to her, and her father owned the local newspaper. Okay, and then next day you were... Uh, we had a phone call, and then they said... That, but it was all on the up and up. He'd like to come in and talk about what happened and stuff. I didn't know he, he was like... The, I love the day the drinking that's going on. Oh, yeah, Look exactly. that, I'm all right, man. No, no, I've got to... Like, if I start drinking at this time of the day, that's, that's me, like, dumb. But you, yeah, you powered through a few beers since we got... Love that's it. That's my buddy. I don't have any... I love it. But you live out here, right? No. Oh, you're visiting. He's not a mic. Oh, okay, can't that's hear, why. We can't hear him. I know, but it's all right. People, <laughs> you know, when, it, when, you listen to, when you listen to a podcast, my favorite little moments in oh, podcasts- Oh, this isn't a podcast. Is when I can hear- <laughs> I just try to get people to talk in the strings. <laughs> it's not, you're, you're not even lying. It's not even recording. I can see this. No. Why, is, no. why is it plugged into a potato? Why are these microphones <laughs> plugged into a potato? What's going on? That's uh, a flashlight. There you go. Oh, but okay. I had it painted like a potato so I can come. <laughs> I am- um, Will you so tell me about New York? We we meet yeah in England. Um, I think Years the last ago. last year I was ready to move because I've been here ten years. You've been in the states for eight. Wait, you were in England for six years and moved back to you moved to America ten years ago. Yeah, dude, I didn't start stand up until I've been doing stand up seven years ago. Twenty two years. Oh, I've been doing it seven years. That's my point. Is that when you I met doing you stand up. No, I think you were on air personality that had just started doing stand up. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, so when we met at Download Festival, ironically, I got my penis out at that Download Whoa. Festival. Because I went and up on I stage. And I got a hit of ecstasy out of do, that. Do you remember that? Yeah. Do you remember? <laughs> well, no, no. That was at Download Festival, uh, at Reading Festival, when Metallica were playing the Black was it Album. Reading? Reading Festival? No, it was no, Download. Metallica was download. were playing the Black Album at Reading Festival, and we were both backstage, yeah. and I gave you. Or we weren't backstage. We were done. Let me not, let me not, done. Let me not oversell it. We were in a little VIP area that they was not you. that VIP. No. And uh, I was like, yo, you want some ecstasy? And you were like, I, sure, I guess. <laughs> and, yeah. then, and then we went and watched Metallica. Yeah. Really fucking high. And it was great. That's right. My bug, my buddy uh, uh, from Australia, he was, he'd been on a plane for 30 hours. Yeah. And just came right from Australia. Did I give him ecstasy as well? He was ready to leave. Uh, <laughs> he wanted yes. to go. I brought him back in. He was catatonic. I thought, I fuck. I think if he finishes that beer, I might have to carry this guy. And then you go, hey. Like and an I angel. Go, and then I go, I go, hey. And he goes, no. <laughs> no. And I'm like, do it. Do it. <laughs> and then we got back to my hotel room. He was crashing at my place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he fought with his girlfriend on the phone for like two hours. Oh, my God. From Australia. I feel bad. That must have been an expensive phone call. It was insane flight. for hours. It was insane. What are you doing? I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. They, fought, they were having a full breakup. She was an on-air nice. personality in Australia. He'd been there. 
And he's pissed, corked. See, I'm like a care in the community project. It was, I did for it that was guy. an outreach program. <laughs> you looked, you had a, like a bit of a glowing halo oh over top God. of you. I look quite Jesus-y uh-huh. as well, don't I? So. And he's handed us a pill. It's ecstasy, It's mate. ecstasy, man. You're going to love it. <laughs> love it. Why sure? do I sound like Keith Richards? When I you don't do feel me? so good, Ecstasy, buddy. mate. There we go. Um, yeah. It was fun. But that was I, love, I miss that music but stuff. But the penis out was at Download Festival, mm. and it was the year we were both performing. We were naked on stage? The guy who went on stage. I didn't get naked on stage. What happened is the guy who went on before me. Broke his what, neck? No. He went out and started just trying to do a normal set. Yeah. To a yeah, crowd of, of like a couple I of I did th- that at Glastonbury. So basically how it works at download is like it's the day before the music starts. So there's fuck all going on. And what they have is they have some kind of rock and roll karaoke thing and they have us do comedy yeah. in this one tent in the campsite area. So it's not even like where all the fucking music is. So we're on a, like a Thursday and the music doesn't start till the Friday. Yeah. So there's a load of drunk, Wednesday, drugged Thursday. up, wasted, Wednesday, Thursday, wasted people who just want to fucking hear rock music. And they go, hey, here's a tent. And they get in there and there's us trying to do jokes. The guy who goes on before me tries to do, I can't remember a who it was. Act. I wish I could remember. He li- No, he wasn't British? even a club act. He was, he was this au fait British kind of, oh yes, I'm quite, quite well spoken and I'm a bit weird and alternative, but oh, 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 look at yeah. this. Blah. Yeah. Gets on stage, starts trying to do, yeah, when you're oh, out there. And you're like, oh, have you ever shopped in Asda? And the whole audience just like, no! And just yeah. starts throwing drinks and yeah. fucking piss in yeah. like cups at him. This is the beginning of the show. Literally a minute into his set. So he powers through. This guy, bless him, to 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 his credit, he got like a laugh about ten minutes in because it he was so hated. <laughs> yeah, Booze, shit throwing. They were tired. And he, no, they were he literally whimsy. after ten minutes just went, he went, he went, he went, he went, listen. This isn't really going the way I thought it would. <laughs> he says, He says, but if I don't do my 15 minutes, I, I don't get paid. Yeah. So I'm going to do this for another five and then I'm going to fuck off. And then yeah. everyone's yeah. like, hey, yeah. like that. Like cheering him fucking off. But also they were like, fair play. The guy's like stuck out. But he comes off. The after honesty like, of it. He did like, exactly. Which the people love honesty, yeah, especially yeah, yeah, in comedy. Yeah. I think that's yeah, what yeah. comedy has to be about. Mm. Start to finish. It's fucking honest. They're like, good for you. We know what it's like, kind of. But we still fucking fucked. hate you. Yeah. Get off. It's <laughs> a cup of my piss. We're on the same frequency you're fucked yeah. and we're not exactly and that's it you're gonna go on to see where he day. comes off stage and I'm on after him and the, there's no compare <laughs> there's no compare doing time they're just like alright there we go that was yeah, John yeah. blah 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 coming up next Jeff Lage <laughs> anyway as I walk on the guy's just he looks at me and he just goes oh that was that was the <laughs> most depressing thing that's ever happened to me in my life I'm like it's alright mate go and have a beer you'll be alright yeah. so I go out there and immediately just like fuck it and I, go, and I, I think I actually started off my set going 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 all right, uh, I think I started to do his the opening of his material, sure. and I was like, oh, I've got some stuff. I hope I think you're gonna like it. And I was like, so anyway, you know when you're like as it, and the whole crowd start like laughs, and then I'm just like, fuck that shit. Like you know, you guys don't even <laughs> yeah, want yeah. comedy. So I get rid of all my material and literally just did. Look at this fucking lunatic in there. Who's is that guy in a fucking wheelchair with like with strobe lights? Someone get that kid an ecstasy yeah. tablet so we can yeah. see if he has a fucking fit. Like there was a guy with cerebral palsy at the gig who now comes hey, to. Hey, I can hear you. <laughs> he comes to all my shows in England. Yeah, he's amazing. He's got like a YouTube channel called like the Spack Attack or something like that. He's a really cool guy. He's called Jimmy, and he um he was in this. Art, spack attack something like that I'm going to look up his YouTube because they call like, spastic like, they call it no spastic one, no yeah. one it's something like spaz something is yeah. his thing in fact like follow him on, on Instagram stuff so you can see him in my followed accounts but he's a great guy and he he was there in his in his wheelchair that has an articulated it's like it's got like a like a pneumatic up Hydraulic. and down hydraulics that's yeah. what I'm looking for thank you and he, he he's like 
I was taking the piss out of his fucking lights on his thing and like, get this guy, look, he looks like he's already raving. Someone get him ecstasy and see if he shakes even more. I'm making jokes that he's loving, the yeah. crowd are loving, and he starts like suddenly, like it's like this big thing and I'm like, everyone's looking at him and he just goes, presses a button and his wheelchair just goes, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. raises about three feet and the whole crowd, the whole tent goes fucking ape shit. And I'm like, oh my God, I will fuck that man. And someone else is like, fuck me and sit down. I'm like, don't you fucking promise it. I'm like, I will do it. And they're like, do it, do it. So I get down on the barriers and pull my dick out of my jeans. I'm like, get over here and suck this. You couldn't do this in this 2018. Is this, is, this is farmer's field, by the way. This is a farmer's field. 11, yeah. but the kid comes up and kisses my cock. It's Whoa. so weird. He was over 18. Christmas cards. It was basically, but that's that's how you do a set of download festival. Do you know what I mean? Like no one's oh, there I've to dildos listen thrown to your... on stage. Oh, really? Yeah. When I was doing well. And I well. bet you used them. No. It was rude. It had a bite mark out of the end. It was fucking beautiful. Some look like they try to get their keys out of a car with it. But I remember us. I remember specifically you fucking killed, as you always do at that festival. And it's because... There's two, I think there's there's three types of comics, sorry. There's comics who are incredibly good at doing something in the space that they're, they're used to and they're safe in, an environment where they're good, they're very Seinfeld. Sure, a Seinfeld, Seinfeld is thing. not going to do... He knows his spot, he knows what he wants to do, yeah. he's got the material, the audience loves that stuff, and yeah. he's going to do it. Then you've got the comics who are fucking rah, all rumbunctious, anti-comedy, alternative, weird. They can go on any stage, but they don't ever have a prepared thing or the stuff they do that is prepared looks so unprepared, the audience loves it. Eric Andre. Eric Andre. But he's, he's actually going to be, I think, put him in the third camp, which I count myself, I would like to, and yourself in, mm. which is there's comics who should who refugees. do... Refugees. <laughs> refugees, immigrants with yeah. no health care. Yeah. No health insurance either. Uh, I got Medi-Cal now, mate. I'm, I'm, that's how poor I am. I got Medi-Cal. But you... um. You can work both. You can get on a stage, do your tried and tested material, work your set, throw in some new gags, work the bits, and that's good. And if someone goes, tonight you're doing stand-up in a fucking laundromat where everyone's having an orgy and they're blah, blah, blah. And Fine. Be, Again. You, you will find a way to make Who it fun. Who keeps booking know? me on this exactly. laundry orgy If the party. money wasn't so good. And you know so what? Good. As you're is out of the box, I would totally do that game. That sounds fun. And you know what? I would kill... Here's and you deal. know what? No one would be angry at the end of an orgy. Here's the deal. There's so many comics who, if they were offered that gig, even if it was money, because you wouldn't do it for no fucking money, but if someone goes, 100 bucks Because I have nothing to hide. Come down and do this shit. And you already know going into it, that's going to be a difficult room. They're not going to be looking for comedy. They're going to be going for something else. But I know I can still fucking dominate that space. I did a sex club in Vegas. How was that? Tell me about it. I played the green door. I don't know what that is. That's a sex club? It's a sex club in Las Vegas. Please do please it. tell this story and create the scene for me. So oddly enough, the apartment that I'm in right now is my friend's flat from Canada. And uh, he used to do a lot of uh, medical marijuana stuff. Like early Rogan, like he was the medical marijuana. The weed-friendly comic. Yeah, he okay. produced all these great shows at Rogan and, mm -hmm. and the usual suspects that you would know around the city. <clears throat> Death and, Squad guys, right? Uh, this is pre... This is... This is... This is Long before Death Squad. Okay. Yeah. Rogan's uh, still on a sitcom. Uh, news Radio, I think, at that he time. He was on a sitcom? Yeah, he was on News Radio. I, with, I don't know a lot about Hartman. Joe Rogan's career prior to the, yeah. you know, him being a huge um, podcaster. So I'm not really... So uh, Howard becomes through friends through the community with a guy who runs, uh, and runs the uh, Green Door Sex Club in Las Vegas. They made a movie about it, I think, in 78. Is this, is this, now, is this like a... 
world of, famous. It's an official thing that people can apply to join, or is this very oh, yeah, much yeah, yeah, yeah. a private? No, 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 no. They made a feature film out of this in the late seventies. Is that legal out there? It's then? called Behind the Green Door. Is it legal out there? Some kind of, or is it more a case once you step? It's on these not premises? prostitution. You, there's obviously a clear set of rules. The place has been in business for fucking forty years. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. Various rooms, different wristbands get used certain things, and if you come with somebody, you get less. Anyway, I was booked to do a comedy show at this sex club that looked like Pan's Labyrinth. There was some really out there. What rooms. led to you getting that that booking? What was it? My friend from here, uh, he uh, said, "Listen, with Tanya Lee Davis." Do you know who Tanya Lee Davis is? Is she a porn actress, isn't she? No, she's a little person. Oh, no, wait, Tanya Lee Davis, the little yeah, person. Yeah, 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 she performs in, I, I gig with her back in the UK in yeah. Edinburgh. She's awesome. She's Tanya's hilarious. On, Tanya's on the gig. And she, I think she'd been living in Vegas uh, at that time. Right. And she's one of the usual suspects for just have a, a that type of show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, a few other people. So it was on a, a there was a stripper pool behind us and anyway he put together a comedy show they just never served alcohol so we had to go to the gay bar next door to get drinks pound a couple of shots and then come back to the yeah. sex club and watch the the because what happened was is the there was like a the first 90 minutes of the opening was a comedy show and then the regular clientele would come in and oh the doors would come out people from all over the world and stuff and you we were we just oh you guys can stay yeah, Tanya's filth like, as well. She talks a lot about wanting to... She's, yeah. she's quite... You I'm know, sure she had a great time that night. I was going to say, she talks about her promiscuous uh, kind of outlook on the world and, mm-hmm. hey, I like fucking and I like being fucked. Yeah. But also because she's a little person, mm. I bet she was like... <gasps> oh, it was most... Pan's Labyrinth. It was too much for me. See, yeah. I don't, I don't want to be... It's more specific for me. I don't want to be in the Costco of cum shots. <laughs> You know what I mean? I don't want to. I don't want to step over someone's load because uh, you know, I'm. The, I uh, you know, I like a, a very intensive situations. And I'm, you prefer you prefer a one-on-one sexual experience than a group type. Oh, dynamic. throw a llama in there just so I got a story at the end of the week. Okay. <laughs> Butterscotch, come back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> She's kicking. Amazing. Yeah, no. Um, I don't even doubt that you've fucked a donkey. That's the sad thing, isn't it? I, I genuinely am like... Donkey's a boy horse. Who fucks a boy horse? Oh, yeah. Ew. Ugh. Ugh. It's rude. Bestiality's fine. Gay bestiality. What? Why would you do that? Uh, Denmark was... Bestiality was legal there up until maybe about four or five years ago. Are you fucking I don't know serious? why I keep bringing that up on the show, but it's like... Because it's Like my brother I never wrong. knew was murdered. I'll never get a chance to legally... Go somewhere and fuck a donkey. Are you, happy? you know what, though? I feel like that's something I could live with. That, that's I an just experience want the picture. I'm not going to be hard. I'm just going to put it in, get the photo, and, uh, you know, give my family Boom, as a front collective. cover of the autobiography. Yeah, you know. Jason Rouse, hey, being places. I don't want to be with you anymore. I found somebody Jason new. Jason Rouse's dark hole. Dark hole. And it's just you. Yeah, and it's just you oh, inside of a donkey. gross. It's my donkey. We're in love. Mr. Patches. Where's the, where was that woman who was... Anyway, look, we're derailing the story. So the Green yeah. Door story. So wait, so you did the show. <laughs> How did the show go? The show was great. I, People liked it. They were, I they were, single-handedly cured every incurable disease I might have by licking that dirty stripper pole from oh top to bottom. And I, my, I, my psoriasis clear, cleared up, and I don't walk with a bow leg anymore. There you go. So I don't know whatever happened. Whatever the worms have got, they're dead. Uh, the show was great. Open up. 
So there was a cool, I won't go, there's a room where a, a large group of people are having sex. We've got a wristband that allows us to go into rooms that were technically not, shouldn't be in. Did they, did they sit you down beforehand or at least just like run through the rules? Here's the rules. No, if I remember quickly, I think there was a, a, a like a, a relatively detailed rule. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just Do you remember any Because I'd be interested oh, to know. Oh, I wish. Now it's probably great fodder for comedy. I was yeah. so like, oh, oh, so this is what happens when you come to my head. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as a place to visit in the corner of my psyche, this hellraiser of fucking jism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And chains. And, uh, but it was uh, it was very. But general things like politely ask if you want to be involved in a situation. Maybe ask. You have to ask people. Yeah, in in certain rooms. Louis, get consent. <laughs> get a wristband. Jesus. Get a wristband. That's what they should do. Wristbands. They should have a wristband for people who I'm are down, down the, to fuck. Down DTF the fuck wristbands. Dude, that's not a bad idea. That's a great idea. We're probably going to end up in that place in society within six months to a year, where from now on it will just be like, all right, all the people oh, the- who just want to fuck each other. You can tell. But the government will, things will be infiltrated to poison that. And next thing you know, you're wearing an armband and you're in a concentration camp. And you're marching. See what I mean? Really marching. I think maybe maybe we should just do down the fuck bracelets. Yeah, I like that. And we'll see if it catches on. That could be quite a funny, you know how the charities always I'll do talk their little to, bracelets. Like, oh yeah, here I'm cancer well, we're, research. We're jewelry guys. You know. Maybe we should talk to the great frog. And see, see if, if they'll do a DTF if, yeah, yeah, fucking... And see if it catches on. Yeah. Because that would be a nice thing well, to have. Well, you're wearing the ring that I designed. You designed that ring. I designed that ring. They. This is the last one. That was the last one. This is the last one. Are you fucking serious? They're not, they don't run anymore. They, they don't, won't. Not. I was in London and I've had my... I love the great frog. Are you saying the jewelry. one that I designed was so unsuccessful at selling? <laughs> it's not selling, but and it was the only wing I wanted. You're the second comedian I know who owns it. No, the third. Who? You have one. Who's Don- cool enough to have Dante this Dante Nero had one, has yep. one. Dante also told me, he, he loves the great frog. I took him in there once. I got mine for free. He loved all my fucking things. I got mine for free. It was the first one ever made. It doesn't mm. even have the watermark, the stamp inside, the silver, silver yep. stamp. But the... Um, the uh, Dante Nero said there was two rings that I have from the Great Frog, and he he was buying out the whole fucking shop. Yeah, they have great stuff. And um, you know he always has lots of big jewelry. But I took him in there. Shout out to Jess at the Great Frog. I got him. Yeah, Reno, that's the main boy. I love him. And Chris, who runs the well New Orleans and New York shop. But he had um, oh, and also how can we forget Imogen, the most attractive woman in the world? She works in the LA store. She manages that. She runs it. She's incredible, isn't she? She's ridiculous. Uh, and also her boyfriend, Lucifer. That's a true story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Definitely not a man you want to cross. Um, but that, that, that ring, Dante Nero went in and he was like, listen, man, I won't get your ring because that's your ring, you know, blah, blah, blah. I won't get that. And I won't get your big eagle ring. No, I don't want to fuck up your thing. I might just get some other ones. Anyway, I saw him recently in New York. Had it, all of them. Yeah. All of them. He's fucking lying cunt. He's from Vegas. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> and then um, also Bronston Jones has that ring too. Does he? Yeah. Right. So four comedians, including myself, have that one. You have the first one, I have the last one. There you go. It was meant, it was meant to be. There we go. 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 <laughs> go, Teenage Angst. It's no, uh, yeah, yeah. Midlife crisis on a stick, please. Exactly. Um, so Green Door did the show. Did the show. Did you, who I'm, stuck around? I'm, I'm, everybody. Are you kidding? A bunch of comedians. Hey, you want to go to the Starbucks or the sex club? Yeah. So what did you see? And what, how was it? Did you get involved? Did you do anything? I saw some and did some things. All right. Tell us. 
But not in the sex club. I fucked a homeless guy passed out in front of the place in the parking lot. <laughs> I want to struggle. All those people up there Come willing. On, I like What's someone that fucks back out of spite. Now, now tell me the truth. Now tell me the truth. I'm not uh, trying to. Write, I'm not trying to I, shit on your bit. Well, I met my first wife there taking a shit in the urinal. True. We made eye contact. Are no, you fucking no, no, serious? No, no. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> See, these would be great stories if no, they were real. I remember I, I was in a, a, a room uh, that I was uh, not necessarily. Sh- I, I was supposed to be there. And uh, just observing. First of all, I, I, when I walk up, I see like, uh, like the rice paper. Uh, where you can kind of see, it's like a very oh, very thin. thin so that's grid. kind of a, a, an experience. Yeah. So certain areas you go in, there's literally a bouncer, and you could see like, holy fuck, there's thirty people fucking on a. It looks like a bunch of uh, uh, like a dry a storage at Costco or, or okay, something yeah, like yeah. that. All these different level beds. And there's people. Most of them are uh, gross. Most, I'll be honest. With a you. lot of the people were not very attractive. And keep in mind, I was there once for maybe a few hours. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And. Uh, uh, there were some sexy people there, but I don't want to get I've seen cum, a couple slip of, in your cum shot when I'm trying to get uh, I've been a, to a couple a of sex parties, and like they would definitely, there's there's a one very elite one in the UK that I went to that was, I can't remember the fucking name, a kitten, kitten club or something like that, where everyone, you had to send photos and be approved and blah, blah. It was very elite. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I went with a girl who was very attractive, and we submitted and we went, and people were hot there, but boring. Everyone they was coked. They want to see if anybody wants to see you fuck. Everyone was very coked <laughs> up. And was very boring. I have uh, very rich, very rich model girls yeah, and yeah, lots yeah. of douchebag lawyers and bankers who were like wealthy as well. But everyone's numb yourself. A lot of dicks that don't work. Like yeah. so, you're watching a guy just go, "Oh no, babe, I don't know why it's happening." Yeah, 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 yeah. Because like, you've done too much coke, you fucking crying boy. into her mouth. Do you know? <laughs> oh, you're drowning <laughs> my tears. And I then, love um, you. The girls were all just uninteresting. And the other one was like what you're describing more so. It was in a, an underground viaduct, an old Roman viaduct in Old right near Old Street. Mm. And it's downstairs. And it used to be called the um, the the uh, aqueduct, I think it was called. Yeah. And it was like a door. Boom, boom, boom. I slides love the open. door. Slides open. That's like what I love about school. Europe. Like in a fucking movie. Just like, what do you want? That's a sign like, of a good time, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. When you have to do the do, do, do. And it's dark. If you don't know if you're going to come back out again. It's scary. It's like, this is exciting, yeah. There is no help. Nah. There's no no help. Once once you're in there, you're done, yeah. It's It's a simple... You disappeared. Yeah, exactly. And there's no investigation. And my parents don't even like me, so there's no one who would look for me. <laughs> my sister lives in New Zealand. It would take her at least three months to notice I'm gone. They're going to be selling belts made out of your skin downtown exactly. in about an hour. Hey, what's Ironically, British teeth? In, in goth shops all across, yeah. all across the city. Your pants on a stick. What is this? It's so smooth. <laughs> oh, it's English. Why is there a bit of tattoo on this? Is this... <laughs> That's just how we do it. So. Um, but yeah, and that one was so fun. But there were so many really awful people doing it. I feel, you know, I'm not a parent myself, but I look around and I go, there's some people here in over their head. Yeah. You, I've pulled a couple people aside on occasion. I go, listen. Probably on someone else's head. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, you need to go. You need to get out of here. Yeah. You need to go. You, was this a conversation you had with yourself in the mirror in the bathroom? You're just like, what am I doing here, man? No. You got to leave. No, that, I never get to that point. Did you, so you said you did some. Wait, you said you did some stuff in the club. What did you do in the club? 
Tell me. Come on, I want to know. I was Don't wearing open toe shoes. Mr. I fuck homeless I'm guys, but only for the AIDS. Get I down. killed a guy at Kocheck because I couldn't get a hard on, so I left. I strangled him out with a belt. See that? Left it in excess shirt and walked. See, I don't know if you're lying or not. I'm like, yeah, could, could have happened. No, what did you do? Come on, what did you do? Who did you do? How I brought did you somebody. Do? I had a, a girlfriend with me. Oh, okay. And um, I remember sitting in one of the rooms and um, somebody comes in and this girl's hammered. She goes, oh my God, there's a bunch of people fucking in here. This was the girl you were dating? No. Some random girl. She couldn't talk. She had her mouth full of the girl I was with. <laughs> and the guy's elbow kept hitting mine. I'm like, hurry up. We got to get ice cream. And I need new shoes. Were you having sex with your girl? Just you and her having sex? Yeah. Whilst other people watched? No, uh, there was other people there. Uh, and then the drunk piss tank, we'll call her Street Pig. Street Pig. Stumbles in. It looked like a panda on roller skates. Think of uh, Benny Hill with shorter hair. Not hot. Okay. And Did the this, theme song play when she started to get sexual? It should have. It should have. Everything sped up by 1.5 speeds. It was... Uh, I, got, I got pink eye from touching the door handle. Oh there was God. a toilet room, but a lady spit out a cock next to me and um, yelled at the uh, dump truck that had rolled in there and said... Shut up, and then went back to giving her a guy Good a girl. job. That's a real. That's an empowered woman. But she looked like she. Why does Beyonce never write a song about that chick? You know what? I all send the my letters. ladies who can put other ladies in their point in their you know in their place when they're hammered. There you go. Put your hands up. It sounded like they were washing dogs. Take in the that cocks room out if you close your eyes. <laughs> yeah. Everybody loves that sound. <laughs> uh, that was just at the sinks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the, free, was, the free mints in there, the bowl There was a tiled room that was a little unnerving I'm like this is piss and shit party room Yeah And I'm like Do you how, guys many have, hours, how many hours did you spend in that one? And I Well at first I looked around I'm like Is there a camera? It's not even my birthday Yeah I was I would go in like Eat asparagus and horseradish for six <laughs> oh months Oh my god And I'd be like I'd come in with nothing on but like um, A burka no, 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 no. Um, uh, Diving goggles. <laughs> I like how I threw you. Just for it, only t- it only lasted a split second. Well, I was I, like, I, I, gonna, I was the opposite. I was like, I'm putting that on my next tour poster. He threw Jason Rouse for one second, for a split second. Come to, I'm too. Uh, I need them to see my eyes. Yeah. Like, well, that's why the burke is perfect. Yeah, but there's too much emphasis. They need there. something to aim at when they're coming, right? No, I don't want. No, no, no. Listen, you're jumping ahead. All right. I just go in and piss. Okay. Like, think of, think of. Are uh, you sure you weren't just in the toilets? That was just the restroom, of the club. <laughs> I do uh, have a, a epilepsy. What do I have to do to get a shit on my chest in here? <laughs> I've been doing push-ups for an hour. A, if you leave a tip, I give you a mint, brother. I don't yeah, know. the guy, the guy, <laughs> attendant. I'm laying on my back, draped over a toilet. Someone log me, or I can't go home a hero. And that's why Jason gave up ketamine, ladies well, and gentlemen. Why is that, that <laughs> brown Z on your chest? <laughs> I love it. A little Zorro fucking Mark. You've been back for, well, New York and then here now. Been <laughs> here a year, man. Really? Yeah, I've been in LA for a like year now. it was like eight months. I mean, that's not that much difference. Is it? It's four it's months. Four months difference, right. Yeah. 
It's a half of what you said originally. So New York, you you <laughs> uh, how many years in New York? Two years in New York. Yeah, that, that's that's your fill. Dude, I, take I any think major. I city. love New York um, with all my heart, and I think the comedy there is incredible. And I love the fact that I can go out London, four times a night and get paid. Yeah, L- London, New York. That's Absolutely. it. I go. You want to make a living doing comedy? London, England, yeah. New York City. The problem that's is, it. is that I was also at a comedy cellar. And I love that club and I love a lot of the people. Very lucky there. to be there. Absolutely. Yeah. But all right, not that lucky. I'm I'm all right. I'm pretty good. <laughs> you're juggling. <laughs> I know what you're saying. I absolutely I was overstaying my welcome. But I, what happened is when you're at a North club American. when every other single person on the fucking lineup, even the brand new people, mm. are on TV. SNL yeah, oh yeah. or yeah. the late show or That's a, all they want to see. Con- that's no, and no, it's like, not even that. They're, you're interesting I for went down great and yeah. it was good and I did well there and I'm always having good shows. But I literally looked at him and went, I'm the, by far the least recognizable face and also the least successful in this country on this stage. Yeah. I'm going to go to LA, try and pick up some shows, do a yeah. bit of that, pitch some stuff, audition. You literally have to get famous to do stand-up comedy. Isn't that funny? Well, in LA... See, in New York, you know what I love about New York, and especially the comedy seller, Esty and Gnome, I have a huge amount of love for those people because they run their club. If you're good at what you do mm-hmm. and people believe in what you do and you make an impact in some way and you get up and you fucking kill on that stage, they'll give you work. Yeah. In LA, they couldn't give a solitary fuck how good you are. Dude, they you get standing ovation every night. You've done anywhere else. Yeah. You go... How many TV credits you got in the fucking US? Or how, what show are you on right now? Or what, how many tickets are you going to sell for me? It's like, well, motherfucker, I'll be better than... Yeah, now I'm a booking your lineup, but it's to like, get a show. Yeah. yeah. No, it's well, totally Amiga different. From the comedy store. Yeah. I didn't know, but he's on Norm yeah, McDonald's no, show. I know, they're giving the uh, uh, club manager's TV shows. And I didn't realize that he was on the podcast that Norm did prior yeah, to that. Yeah, ages ago. So yeah, yeah, fair yeah. play to the lad. He's yeah, like, he's, he's been, been... He's got ushered in and... But I was shocked. I was like... Not that I don't... I've met Adam again. He seems like a lovely guy. No. Seems a good the backstory dude. gives but it how legs. did he end up on this show? I know, I know. And I watched the first episode with David Spade. Do you know how many comedians are And he didn't say anything. Angry. He said like, at one point, yeah. David Spade goes to him, to Adam Egan, he goes, have you got any questions for me? And he goes, um, not right now. And he's like, oh, what, what do you want me to do? Come back yeah. next week. What the yeah. F-? Yeah, but like, David and uh, Adam work together at the store regularly. So he's like just so he ripping no his buddy. Yeah, yeah, he's got to put him on a set list See, without knowing that, as a, as a standalone yeah. TV show, and I fucking adore Norm, Norm MacDonald. The, the Norm, Let me get my Norm, 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 Dorman as well. But Norm, McDo- uh, Norm MacDonald, I fucking adore that guy. I think he's, you know, the, the fact that there was this recent upset with yeah. what, was it Jimmy Kimmel's show he couldn't, couldn't go on? Or Jimmy Fallon. Oh, there was a bit and of a... Like, it wouldn't be good for the show, I'm sorry. And it's like... This oh, they pulled his spot from... They pulled Norm, yeah. No! On, yeah. F- on Tonight's show? Yeah, he was going to appear as a guest. How dare you? You're alumni. Whoa! Yeah, and also not only that, I'm not like... cool. And I get it. I understand what Bad the Jimmy. business decision, but the point was yeah. like, you know, our very overt liberal Tonight audience, show. and I'm saying this as a fucking left-wing change your audience. Guy, change your audience. Your overt liberal audience won't want to see a guy who went on a podcast and made some jokes, jokes about Roseanne and about free speech mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, this motherfucker, just like, look, that's like telling Lenny Bruce he can't come on your fucking show if he, if he was still alive. You know, there's a guy there who single-handedly, or not single-handedly, but was one of a small group of people that actively allowed comics like Fallon to have... Oh, I don't mind. Thank you, man. Whatever. I don't know what either of these things are. This sounds great. Oh, you're so fucking LA. Kombucha tea. It looks delicious. It's orangey. But th- these guys, like, gave 
every single comedian working today the ability to have fucking free speech and take the piss out of whatever they happen to hate. Whether it's Lenny Bruce got arrested. He he died penniless because he spent all of his money with lawyers fighting against a government that wanted to fucking silence him from talking about homosexuality and yeah. about racial you know, integration and like it's and about equality of the genders. And I'm like, and you're going to tell Norm Macdonald, who was part of that. He was part of that era and definitely as an anti-comedian, as an alternative comic. Great Hitler jokes. Open it. Great, great Hitler, Hitler jokes. jokes. Great Hitler jokes. Can he I tell you something jokes. to make it worse? Yeah, please. Um, Mike Ward, French-Canadian comedian, yeah. has been sued by a family because of a joke he said in a special seven years ago about a disabled kid who's currently alive and a young man today. And they've got him for probably over, I think, $150,000 Canadian. And it's ongoing. He made a joke about someone... This kid outlived. He met the Pope when he was uh, in a wheelchair. I don't know. I'm probably MS by the look okay, from yeah, what I've yeah. seen. And put it in a special. Well, what, do, you, do you remember what the joke was? I'd love to hear the context oh, of the joke. Oh, something. If you get to meet the Pope, you shouldn't be able to live. Like, that's kind of your kiss <laughs> goodbye, right? Okay, yeah. I know the joke. Yeah. I actually know the joke. Oh. Know, I've, I've heard. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. Like, kind of, you know, like. You kind of, you know, you're kind of taking the piss a little bit. That you sort yeah, of put out, an, apparently put out some music. Anyway, clearly Thanks. somebody put it into um, uh, a situation where they wanted to. Um, They've sued He made him. some money, yeah. They've got him. Fucking yeah, unbelievable. For, for a lot of it. A lot of it. What is, what is the world now, man? It's illegal. For me, I can be arrested in Canada for what I do. What, for the jokes you tell on stage? Mm-hmm. Wow. Our new prime minister. How do Canadians generally feel about that? About this kind of... How do Canadians generally feel about anything? Thank you so much, man. Appreciate it. How do you... You know, I think the news is relatively accurate in comparison to American news. uh, From bits of it I've followed. But for the most part, Canadians are pretty like... Nah, it's okay. It's They're cool. Polite people. They like, like, oh, I guess as long as no one's getting hurt, it's all right. Yeah, man, I'm all for taking people into consideration. You know, finding a world where we're all treated a lot more equally. But that jokes, utopia. man, jokes have to be fucking jokes. If you can't take a joke, the world is not a safe space. Well, this is my theory. This is, is the issue. That, it's not a safe space. Humanity's being slowly extracted out of it. Yeah, and then the. Uh, the Terminator shit goes down. Well, what? By removing any sense of fight from people? That human interaction is becoming less and less efficient. Right. We're being, we're fucking ourselves out of the equation through our own motivation. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you look at a millennial generation, right? Which, by the way, however many specials people put millennial in their title, you're not a millennial if you're fucking 35 and up. But... The kids that are in existence today, they all think they're living their best lives. Social media is massively to blame for that. They the all have voices. Going, That's going, what makes them think that they're valid. They all have a voice, which is wasted on most people. You know, they, mm. So, oh, I'm going to put a tweet about this and it might get a thousand likes because I just say something that a few people agree I with. got a one-star review on my fan page. Oh, really? You guys said I was an asshole. I mean, that's true. And, but he stayed through the whole show. I love how there's other five stars on it. I think... I think 
the point is though, <laughs> you got this generation who go, we have everything. Look at us. I got the brand new pair of Yeezys. I'm on holiday with my girlfriend. I'm fucking living my best life. I got a new car. That, but you're leasing the car. The trainers will be out of fucking whack in a month. Your phone's going to be this outdated the, in two months. Your girlfriend only likes you whilst you're working out seven days a week. As soon as you stop that, she's fucking gone. And you own nothing. You have nothing yourself. You haven't got a home anymore. There's no You've chance of owning You've sold yourself body. out personally. Just they're a generation who's yeah. fucked. And that's why they're all committing suicide. Yeah. I honestly Thank believe. God. Thank the right- God. <laughs> Thank God. Kids, if you're listening, please. If you're feeling down and there's nowhere to go, Kill yourself. Oh, my God. End it. See, now this is where I know you're making a joke. No, after Anthony (laughs) Bourdain, I'm like, how many Jedis are going to fucking X themselves out of society? It's hard, right? Because he becomes well, so... Well, we can get into that. We, we can talk about that. Suicide? We can talk about Anthony awesome. Bourdain, because you know his girlfriend at the time, Major Argento. We just had a big... Um, he went out with Ario? Major uh, uh, Argento. They were together. When What? Yeah, so he... he committed when he suicide. was heroin? So, sorry. He just... Just after they broke up, he committed Married. suicide. What do you mean? But he she he left was, his wife? They were to, Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, he hasn't been with his wife for a, a period of time before that, and he was with Major Argento. Recently? Yeah. She was his most recent partner. No shit. And they broke up uh, allegedly because allegedly because she hooked up with someone else when they were together. Allegedly. I don't know if I don't really care. But me and her were friends years ago. Yeah. I I was on Legion of Skanks podcast back in June. Mm. They mentioned her in the you know, in, in relation to Me Too movement and Time's Up and all that. And we were basically saying our general points were Massively in support of a movement that says, hey, don't rape people because that's a great thing to not do to another human being. Mm. I, I'm, I'm glad I got that out without you going, well, <laughs> I just thought <laughs> I could see it in your eyes going, no, no, I? no, no, but, but what about point- raping rapers? <laughs> well, that's what prison's for. However. Yeah, but why stick to one location? Oh, my God. Anyway, I don't want to get into that. This is not a subject matter I want to get to. Asia <laughs> Argento sent me unwanted. Uh topless videos when I was with a girlfriend when I was with that Canadian comic back in the UK Mm -hmm. years ago and I said to her don't send me this shit my girl will freak out and you're not going to get in trouble I will and she told me I was a piece of shit for shaming her for just expressing her body that was basically the short form story great exit then Anthony Bourdain kills himself it comes out that she he paid $380,000 to a young actor Jimmy Buffett Jimmy Buffett I think his name is I think that's his Um, Jimmy Bennett, something like that, yeah. this, who was in a movie with Asia Argento that she was directing, and she fucked this kid when he was 17 in a state where the legal age was 18. Uh. So a woman who's made herself a spokesperson, a self-appointed spokesperson for the Me Too movement, you know, making her what seemed like a great speech I can. saw some Rose McCowan and her have some sort of dialogue. Well, they follow them both. They were fans very, of both of them. Oh, really? Well, they were yeah, very yeah. good friends, and now Rose McGowan is backpedaling on the friendship, basically being like, you should really own what you did, you know, which is good. She's right. But basically, they picked up the story from June because I said all this shit in June before any of that stuff happened. And now they will hit me up and I was in, like, you know, the papers were going, you know, sex addict comedian was trying to have a oh, good relationship with me. And he was, you know, he was being sent unwanted nude videos by... You don't want to be Gensler. in that dialogue but regardless. She didn't, she didn't upset me. She, it didn't offend me. It didn't hurt me. It didn't cause me any emotional or physical pain. And... The girl's got a great body. She's. If I wasn't with a girlfriend, I would have adored seeing videos of a topless Asia Argento. It was a fact that the the situation. She knew I had a girlfriend who was quite 
highly strung and a little bit, well, not a little bit, incredibly fucking jealous and very like controlling. Mm. She knew all that stuff. So to send me that was a bit fucked up. It's more that idea that you know it's fucked up, don't do it. But um, but yeah, man, that, that whole romantic. Anthony Bourdain, now it's all, everyone's up in the air thinking, well, why did this man kill himself? What pushed him to that? Was there a letter or anything? Or? No, not that, as far as I'm aware, as far as I'm aware, no. Was. I mean, the man just might have had, it sounds like he had crushing depression, which I can empathize with. Oh, yeah. However, if you have a bad relationship Ooh. and if you've maybe done something in your life that you weren't very proud of, i.e. paying off a child with fucking a huge amount of money to cover up the fact that your girlfriend at the time had sex with him when he was underage. Yeah. That probably didn't have a great... Is that true, though? Uh, yeah, so the documentation of, of the payments is oh, the proven. public... Oh, you can she Google also that. sent. I don't know. She sent text messages to a uh, a friend that were that were revealed where she acknowledged that yeah. she had sex with him when he was seventeen. Why wouldn't people just fuck for fun? Why does it always got to be rape? All also, the time? guess what? Well, I mean, listen. Here's my other opinion on this matter. I don't know this kid. Jim. I don't know this actor. He's twenty one now. Whatever. I don't know this guy. I don't know this kid. But I guarantee the photo. He looked very fucking happy. There's a photo of them in bed yeah. in the hotel bed. And yeah. guess what? When I was 17, even, actually, when I was 17, Dude, that's the best if thing Asia Argento was 37, I'd want to fuck her as a 17-year-old. Like, she's smoking hot woman. I'd fuck her as a four-year-old. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You'd cool. have to push on my ass. Well, you though. know what? You might be the only option she has now, mate. You might have to go and visit her in jail, though. But What, she might go to jail for what? I mean, statutory rape. If you fuck a 17-year-old oh. in a state where it's 18. Oh, and she's been... The Ari Weinstein thinks he... I don't think uh, he's made any kind of police... Yeah, report. Yeah, no, it's, he fucking wants a badge and a cowboy hat. The guy's go. fucking mayor of my town. But also, what's he doing? If you, first of all, you got to fuck a very beautiful Telling that actress. story, that's here's, exactly what he's doing. Here's my thing. I'm not going to victim blame because that's what SJWs listen to this will do. Oh, Jeff Leach backtracked. First of all, he ha- was angry at Asia for sending thing. I was angry at her not taking into account my situation as a fucking human being and as mm. her friend. But with Jimmy... The kid fucked some woman that he obviously idolized a bit, you know, worked with her when he was young, when he was like seven, then worked again at 17. And he got $380,000 clean and clear. Why did that story then come out? How, what's the, where's the brevity in him releasing the details of that at that late stage? I don't understand that. That's confusing to me. It's the whole point of it is to create dialogue and the distraction from real problems. Yeah. Isn't it funny, though, the only people they're going after... And maybe because we're a liberal arts, maybe it's the liberal arts, so it's easier to go after us. But comics, actors, that's who people are going after. What's the smallest indiscretion? Aziz Ansari had a bad date, ordered the wrong wine, went down on a woman. I've been went down to get all this press. He had some sexual, <laughs> some sexual interaction with a woman who was completely consenting. And then when she said she wasn't comfortable, he stopped watched a movie with her and then ordered her a lift home when she said she wanted to leave. He didn't do anything illegal or wrong, but they're picking on Everybody that. Everybody knows that. And you know why? Everybody knows that. You know why? Because liberals and liberal arts, we give a shit about stuff. If you look at the fucking NFL, if they got rid of every player in the NFL who's beaten up their wife or their girlfriend, raped someone, you know, fucking illegally hurt someone, like caused major harm to someone, sold drugs to someone, there'd be no more sports. No. All major sports no. would be done. No. Oh, what's this? What, who's this? Find you. Is that oh, that? find me. Okay, cool. I thought that was my buddy's ass. <laughs> no, I was like, are you showing me Machine Gun Kelly? Why am I looking at Machine Gun Kelly? I, I don't like female rappers at all. Are you a rap fan? I like hip-hop, yeah. You are a rap fan, yeah? Mm-hmm. I love rap and hip-hop. What do you think about Eminem in his latest album? I mean, that first track, he basically goes on 
he literally has come out after fucking years of not releasing anything. He's literally now gone, oh yeah, I'm almost fucking 50 or whatever it is. I'm 45. He go, I hate every rapper. He went after everyone. Yeah, that's what? What's wrong with him? No, 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 no. Listen, if Eminem had just put out the first album and never made another record again, it would be still one of the greatest. He's an incredible rapper. I'm not denying. Like, his... his response to Machine Gun Kelly's track. They, you know, they, Kill Shot they, is they, a great track. Joker and Batman. It's it. Everybody loves the adversary. It creates a story. They could have completely different contractual situations on the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go between. You guys say this. Let me it's ask you a question. Oh, fuck it. They laugh to the bank. Here's People why I want to know. Dumb. Do you think that hip-hop, look, Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, Eminem, Machine Gun Kelly, Drake, Meek Mill, who are now friends again, of course, you know, brought him on stage the other day. I think that hip hop, more than any other fucking um, music industry, glam rock anyway, now. It's 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 all it's like WWE. Yeah, ninety percent of it is fucking stage, right? Well, because the uh, social media personalities are built from the ground up, mm-hmm. and then people start to become those characters. You know, do you, like but we're do you talking. think they're lost? Do you think? Look, for instance, Nikki and Cardi. Do you think? I'm, I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist here, but I don't think they're just one day going, oh, fuck this bitch, fuck that bitch. Oh, let's have an argument. It's going to help. There's board meetings with those bitches. I think bitches. they sit down and go, totally okay, do. so here's what's going to happen, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, totally. <laughs> We're gonna, you're going to shit talk me and then I'm going to shit talk you and they go, yeah, this is going to help all our record sales towards this end. There's a narrative. It's like, a, it's like any war. Somebody sits down. It's like a favela. They write a Bible. They write a Bible and deal with situations accordingly but there's there's a strategy there yeah and 100%. a lot of there's a lot of jobs on the line there's a lot of people involved to keep those people uh, seemingly relevant. seemingly at each other's throats and therefore relevant yeah, yeah. you got to cut your dick off in this town just to get a fucking camera on you you should gotta I've cut only, it off. i mean i've only got one Ugh, i got a toolbox full of them but they're <laughs> in a pawn shop ah <laughs> oh, man see that's the problem is that i think um and i wonder what this means for my uh, ongoing, uh, hopefully, potential for success as a comedian in the world is that my uh, the older I get, the more you concerned. Already said you're a working stand-up comedian. You have been for years. All right, I appreciate that. That's in itself is a good thing. But what I mean, yeah, is, try and do it. Try no, anybody off the street come dude, and try and do I'm, comedy I'm not gonna, for two I'm not gonna, years. I'm never going to fucking lie. I want to do an hour special that sells to people around the world and they love to watch it and yeah. they and build a fan base in yeah. various countries around the world so I can tour. I wanna you want to give the whole world a great big. Laugh. Jeff hug exactly. I get it, but my I do comedy. Too, but I want to figure older, their asshole at the same time. <laughs> you can do that. You can do that on my tour. It's all right. <laughs> That's what my friend goes. He's like, when I watch your show, it's like someone strangling you and fingering your ass at the same time. You just kind of. I mean, that's very telling of your friend. Yeah, seriously, seriously into it though. His, His nail my point was is, always dirty. I don't know about you. As I get older, my comedy becomes more and more concerned with honesty. I think yeah. on it, like, the, I don't want to be part of that fucking, you know, that, that grind house, the, 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 the branding, the fucking PR the mill. The baloney. Rumor mill. I want to be able to go, the reason why I'm successful is because I went the other route and went, hey, that's all bullshit. We know it's bullshit. Acknowledge that that's bullshit and let's fucking make some jokes about the bullshit. And I feel like that's not the way to be successful. 
Well, depending in this day on everyone age. has their own ideas of what success Sorry, is. Sorry, okay. It's uh, not the way to garner any kind of uh, expansive reach or platform. Right now, if I wanted to get on a fucking late night show, what I do is I go and write five minutes about, oh my God, like, whoa, rappers. No, how do they, no. how rappers got beef but, with each other. That's crazy. I mean, I'm a vegan. <laughs> you're, the, like, the show, no. That's how you get booked on a fucking Conan. But why, you do, why, five do, why do you want to do a Conan? Because, Who cares? No, and the, here's the point, though, is you do the late night, then you can get, Paid decent headlining no. spots at cu- clubs around no. the country, which I can't no. get right now. No, maybe no. I'm just not very good. It's not true. Could just not be very it's good. It's not true. You ever see me do stand up? Yeah, recently, like within the last year or two in New York. I had oh, yeah. Cellar. Okay, yeah. Oh, but three times. Okay, right. I walked out. It, you walked but I out. was there. <laughs> I walked right out. Every time he was like, "This <laughs> Fuck shit." You. Yeah, some guy's been calling me an asshole Fuck from this the back of the river. Diet Coke yeah. bullshit. I've seen you just at the rock did festivals. You, did you like it? I was every time we work together. I'm in a weird place. This is the most wow. That's a, look, you couldn't even answer the question. You didn't like. I don't it. watch it. You don't watch it. I don't. I'm not, I'm not present. I'm not present. I'm t- I'm putting a, a, a tuning fork into a, a room as a collective. Wow. Do you know what I mean? I love watching comics. I love watching other comics. I love it. I love. I've laughing. been on the bench so much here in L.A. Yeah. that I just. I don't. I, I work with most of them in various yeah, yeah, stages yeah. of my career and places. So um, I'll go and watch fucking Brian Holtzman at one in the morning, right. and I'll sit and revel in that because it's so. You know who I love watching? Mm. Brian Callan. Yeah, fucking love watching that guy. See, that's like a, that's an entertainer who I'm glad. He do great in England. I think they'd love him in the Europe and stuff like 100%, that. Hundred yeah. percent. Is that Reese Darby? Or not? Yeah. Restarby, yeah, he did well. Yeah, he's, yeah, but he, he's Brian has comic. that kind of thing too. He's just got this whole stick, like yeah. which I love. Is I'm, I'm alpha, and I'm allowed to be alpha, and it's okay. Yeah, there's a resurgence of that now, and I think it's, it's in response like a, to a, a, a mountain lion with pink nail polish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's yeah. some vulnerability to it. It's, 100%. Yeah. yeah, it's nice. But um, I was I was I was just seeking from some validation from you. I think I was just because I, I you know I'm the worst person. That's why all my relationships die horribly. Is there's no validation. I had a conversation with Neil Brennan uh, after a show I did with him recently, and um, I was doing all new material. It's like a show down at West Side that he does. The, oh, the new material. Uh, it's all new. Neil Brennan and Friends. Yeah, and it's all new material. And maybe I shouldn't look. See, look. If my PR, if the wanting to be successful and reach a larger audience version of me was in charge right now, I wouldn't tell this story. But I also think it's very telling. Showing your insecurities is, is, is that's the kind of comic I want to fucking be. Point being, I did the show. And in one part of it, I was riffing, blah, blah, blah. And I made a, I made a fucking, I made a joke about, um, I made a joke about how there's no more comedy specials. Like none of them are fucking special anymore. Special. And I made, I made an offhand comment about Hannah Gadsby's special being a TEDx talk, you know, and blah, 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 uh, which I still stand by. I think it was, it was a, an incredible one woman show that has no place being called a comedy special in my personal opinion or my personal subjective viewpoint of comedy. Would you but, say my comedy is comedy hyphen special? Yours is comedy colon special. Colon. I like that. What does a colon look like? Here oh, no, no. Is... Literally the word colon. <laughs> <laughs> it's a comedy colon special. <laughs> just, that's the English way of calling someone an asshole. Hey, just wait means, a minute. It's straight from the gut. <laughs> straight from the gut. No, but my point is I got on stage, made these comments, and afterwards I did it because I was kind of, you know, I was doing all new material, and when you're doing 15 brand new minutes mm. trying out jokes, some's going to land, some's going to not, and you, sure. you jump around different bits, right? Pain and I came gold. off, and he called me on it. He was like, hey, man. 
you shouldn't say shit like that on stage, even if you are just fucking riffing and blah, 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 because it smatters of, it's like very telling of uh, your own frustration and your own desire to do those things. He goes, goes, there's a reason these things get commissioned. Might not be what you're into, but there's a reason, there's an audience for it, that's where we're at right now, and this is what's popular. And so it's good, for, it's good, and you can't argue that. Mm. And it makes you look cheapened and uh, sour. And he's right. Yeah, sour. So whenever I make comments about the state of comedy, there is one half of my brain going, I do genuinely believe that comedy is suffering for the the identikit nature of what it has to be to exist on television or exist on various platforms or to get noticed or to be bookable on a fucking festival. What you do, what I do, what a lot of other comics who are really having to find an audience without any kind of Within TV. an audience. Do you an know what I mean? An audience within an existent. But and I don't find get me wrong, the, I'm not so divisive people, that I get up on a fucking stage and the, the, the majority that, of the audience isn't laughing. Of course they are. But when I say shit like that, there is a part of me going, maybe I'm just a little fucking sour. Maybe I'm insecure about the fact that I think I'm deserving of more success than I've had. And that's my fucking issue. And as soon as I get you over that, maybe happy. I have more success. You gotta be happy with yourself out of the Well, gate. I fucking, I've loathed myself since day one, man. That's like, you know. But that's, that's, what, that, that's gotta pass. Yeah, it's tiring. You know, I would describe it as people who pull old skin around with them. It's yeah. got to go. Yeah. Cut those corpses. Cut do you, those do you chains. Like, do you like yourself? Are you in a place where I'm you a, like something? I've, I've been so self-contained and uh, reliant for since I was 15 years old. That yep. I uh, select few people who come into my life, but I'm very lucky through experience and travel that um, I found myself, and I'm yeah. very happy. Yeah, I'm very lucky. Yeah. See, I'm very, I'm very envious of that. There's moments I've definitely by removing alcohol from my life sure. more and more. That's been a positive thing. Obviously, drugs was years ago. I gave all that shit mm-hmm. up. Uh, smoke a little weed. It makes course. me feel nice. You live in California. Be yeah, exactly. Not to. Exactly. I think you have to if you want to live here, right? When they give you the it's a California State ID. It's that's like it's not like, drinking tea in England. Exactly. Um, Tastes better. But beyond that, I do have a very low self of... Uh, uh, sorry, a low sense of self-worth. That it's important that you subject yourself to long periods of exile. Little yeah. Walkabout stuff. Just sit. Go and sit and work like, really out where sit, I'm at. Really sit. You know what a lot, what a lot of people keep <laughs> saying? And I, I've sort of fought against it because, you know, all this new age hippie bullshit, blah, 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 whatever. But meditation. Just I, go everyone sit. tells me, just go and do some yoga and some meditation, man. Go sit where it's quiet. Doesn't he have to be outside or inside? Just have a seat. Have a seat. I'm scared this, by that. Or even if you want to do it like rocket style. Mm-hmm. And I, Ayahuasca. I, no, 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 no. Well, that, that's fucking uh, 10,000 gigawatts, Marty. But that's, that's meant to like really bring you that's close to but your I think demons. That you can find uh, by some um, uh, deprivation kings. Some what, sorry? Those, um, I mumbled through that one. I don't know what that No, was. I just, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what you said. <laughs> Defecation. Never get put a bucket shit of on a coffee table. <laughs> Just shit on a coffee table. You get in a tank and you you're it's it's heated to your body temperature. Oh, the isolation tank. Isolation tank. Chambers, shank. yeah, or tank, shank, shank, an isolation shank. I'm, Are you all right? I'm stroking out at the end of the show. He's, he's had a fucking kombucha and that's uh. it. He's like. I Bro, it's fucking hot in here. All I of my chakras are aligned. It's super hot. It's hot in here. Listen, let's wrap this up. How long we talk for? We talk for an hour. We talk for an hour and 20 minutes. That's awesome. 
That I feel like we learned a lot about each other over the course of this. Well, there's some clarity, like I said. Seeing now, sit by yourself. You don't edit this, do you? No. Just throw it up. Good. I, I think that, I think we had a lot of honesty. I got to hit record now, but yeah, we'll start. I'll we'll do it all over I'll again. again. Well, we're going to be you funnier remember, the second time right? around, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Thank you. So how do we meet? Download <laughs> festival, right? God, I remember you went on stage with Craig Hamble with your dick out, and then proposed to a woman in South Africa. There were a lot of black people in the audience too. The circle of life, despite people thinking it's a racist place. I went back. I haven't been back. But listen. We've got to wrap it up. We've got to wrap it up. Who do you want to say it's thank you to? It's too hot, man. You got, I'm like, you got, I'm passing you got a load of you got a load of like hardcore fans. You were talking about audiences. Mm. And I, one thing I've always admired about you and, and being not envious. Well, actually, I shouldn't be envious because I've got that as well in a smaller way. But you have, your fans are fucking fans. They're great. They're and like, thank you, everyone who listens to this fucking debacle. I know. I sometimes I'm just so uh, in a weird spot. It's fucking. I'm stroking out. Well, look. I think. I think. Hopefully, I might be able to share some of those fans and yeah. uh, and give them some comedy at some point. Can I plug some shit? You can totally. That's what I'm gearing up for. Is I try would, to get you to plug some. If shit. you guys uh, enjoy this, actually, Jason's going to be a guest this Sunday on my podcast. I'm not sure if I release it on this Sunday because I'm mm-hmm. going to have what's three. it called? It's called the Savage Snowflake Podcast. Savage Snowflake. Savage Snowflake. Because I'm a Canadian. liberal, lefty, democratic snowflake, but I'm also fucking savage enough to know there's absolute assholes on the left hand side of campus there were on the right it sounds like people who live in Windsor yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> exactly. but uh, Savage Snowflake podcast you can get that on all good podcast sites etc iTunes SoundCloud and then um, I'll be in Vegas October 10th to 14th where? doing five nights at the Comedy Cellar at the Rio Hotel and Casino very nice two shows a nice. night so if you're there in Vegas. yeah come and, come and hang Go. out in Vegas if you're in America and that's it man yeah thank you and uh, I look forward to introducing you to my fan base on my podcast as well. It should be very interesting. Yeah, man. We're just, we're just going to... You know I haven't had do? hate mail in a long I'm time. I'm going to get on there and just go, we've already done part one of this. Go and listen to Jason's. Yeah. And now let's do part we'll two. And back. we'll talk about completely different shit. Totally. And I know I could t- see you talking around a little bit to save it because I think there's a whole chunk of something else. God damn it. I really enjoyed this, man. Thank it, you for having me. Thank you for being on the show. And uh, I've got an upcoming tour coming up in uh, such exotic locations as Sudbury, Ontario, Moncton, St. John... Whitehorse, Yukon, London, Canada, Hamilton, Niagara Falls, Toronto, Denmark. Please tell me you're performing at the fucking fort. He's going to be in a barrel. No, but not far from the falls. Going over the water. I know when I say Niagara Falls, hey, everyone you know assumes. you're fucking your grandmother and she's uh, dead. You ever put your fist in the old lady's waterfall? <laughs> But uh, Norway, Denmark, Sweden, Toronto, uh, check it out. Where's the website? JasonRouse.com and then Instagram. I think I'm going to do some sort of video diary over the next... Oh, and I'm doing a movie. Yeah, now you're going to play a serial killer, right? I'm going to play a serial killer. We're shooting in Finally, art is imitating life. I know. I called the director to get some direction. He goes, be yourself. (laughs) Be yourself. Uh, If I put the phone down, I'm like... Wait a minute. Where are the knives? I've got to bury this buddy first. Yeah. Check out uh, the uh, the Instagram page. I think it just got put up yesterday. It's called uh, uh, Spare Parts Movie on Instagram. I'm sure there'll be tons of stuff up there. There's some cool fight scenes right now with some of the girls sparring. It's pretty... Uh, it's going to be fun. I get to um, hurt myself for people's entertainment. And then uh, on December... 
14th in Copenhagen. You come to that show. I'll tell you more about it. And Jeff, thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having me. It took a little bit. I really enjoyed uh, it. I'm glad I got a good one in. Sometimes these things don't go very well. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, it just becomes, uh, it seems like it's like uh, you know show business enough and you've been on camera enough to know that you have to be theater of the mind at the Sure, same time. yeah, 100%. So there's, there's a whole presentation to it. Hey, listen, if two men can create. Where I'm stuttering and slurring through. A picture uh, for an audience. Yeah. It's us two. Yeah. It's not the nicest picture. No. But we created it. It is. It's just two guys on a tire swing. There what could go. go wrong? <laughs> oh, All dude. Right. Yeah, actually, <laughs> big shout out to Fred for giving me my drink as well. Opening my drink. That's how weak I am. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Thanks for being on the show. Bye bye. I don't care what society thinks. Good or nothing anyway. You're no better than me.